artist. Give us your name and your profession. My name is Nigel. Stage name's just Nigel. Um, profession is I'm a singer songwriter, artist in general. Okay. What made you came up with just Nigel? Like you just wanted people to be like, no, really, it's just Nigel. Like. To be honest, I went through about. I went through a couple name changes. So uh, I started off with the name X. I was rapping. I was like on some underground rap. Uh, and then I went to LGN, which is Nigel backwards without the vowels. And then from there, I had Nye Houston. Um, but then Nye Houston was like my prime name for a while because that's where a lot of, uh, I had a lot of accomplishments under that alias. Um, and then, I don't know, after a while, I just felt like I wanted something that was more, more authentic uh, to me, which is literally just my name. So... You know, I went from Nye Houston, like, just Nigel, because I feel like I have no persona. Like, when I'm outside, it's, you get you get what you get. You get me. You get just Nigel. So, that that became a thing for me. It was like, I'm just Nigel. Okay. Where did you get your start in music? Oh, man. Um, ever since I was a kid, to be honest, like, I was a huge, huge, huge Michael Jackson fan. Huge Michael Jackson fan. I remember being young doing it choreography the thriller like I had all his CDs um so just growing up I kind of evolved with him like as like wherever my age range was I was listening to that age range Michael Jackson so like for me it's been since I was young um but then also I have a lot of uh influences like my dad and his friends um they grew up doing music like they, they're cool with Kumo D that's like my godfather um my mom her father was in a, a group. Her father and her uncle was in a, a group in the 60s, and they have some pretty big and popular songs. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's always been in me. So you say you, you've been growing with Michael. Do you know which song or which songs his voice kind of, like, became Michael Jackson's voice instead of, like, Little Michael? Could you? I feel like... I feel like I feel like he always had Michael Jackson voice. Like, um, whatever song you hear him on, you knew it was him. Uh, but I would say around the 70s, um, when he started, when his voice started changing a bit and he started having a little bit more control. Um, one song I can give an example of, it's very under, under known or, or not known, but it's called Find Me A Girl. It's on a Jackson's album, but it's, to me, one of his very first songs where he was stepping away from being innocent and more uh, more adult. So for me, when I heard it, I was like, all right, this is where he was like, I gotta step it up. I gotta, I gotta start separating myself from little kid Mike to being, you know what I mean, grown man. So um, yeah, Find Me A Girl by Michael Jackson, or by the Jacksons if you can never find that. Now, yeah. what would you say was the hardest part when you first started out, like, making music? Uh, confidence. Um, even though I was always talking about music, I always did it in my own space. Whether it was singing, songwriting. Um, I was very uh, private with it. So when I decided to actually come out and do it... Um, just having the confidence and you know letting myself 
uh, unfold or unravel for other people. Um, that's that was the the hardest part. It's something I still struggle with to this day, um, just differently. But yeah, I would just say confidence, just having confidence in my work and confidence, and you know what I'm putting out, knowing that it's 100% me. Now I see on your page you performed a lot and you you look like you have like a great like fan base like you know you see a lot of people videos of them like performing though they're like you know local right now it might not be a much crowd participation but your videos they like they not letting you finish the song like they're gonna take it over quickly. <laughs> what song do you feel like is the one that really like gets the crowd going like when it come on they be like oh my god this me um uh so i would say the first song that was like that was this song called vibe it was on my first uh r&b ep i have like a secret ep on soundcloud that a lot of people don't know about but it was on my first uh actual ep called saturn it's called vibe <clears throat> um i was performing that song like consistently around 2017 to about 2019 and that became a song that um I don't know that a lot of people would just pick up and just start singing while I'm on stage. Uh, yeah, so vibe, but I, I can't I can't think of anything more recent that'll top that. To be honest. <laughs> okay, um, the way the way um, I think artists like measure their success right now is like do streams. Um, is that the same for you? Or is it like something totally different that you're like, all right, this this means I'm moving in the right direction? Right now, streams is a good uh, streams. Streams is like likes. Like the more streams you get, the better you feel about what you're presenting. Um, so I can't say that streams isn't something that makes me feel better. But for me, that's not necessarily what it is. It's when I see people overseas uh, making content or wanting to work with me. Uh, that's something that I take much more pride in uh, because, you know, overseas you have people who are accustomed to a different lifestyle, accustomed to a different traditions, accustomed to different language. And if they can come across my song and be like, damn, like I want to work with this this dude or who is this guy, I feel like that is much more validation than um than how many people are listening to your your track. Uh because all in all I, I as an artist, I'm a vessel. I want people to be able to um connect with music rather than just listen to it. I want them to connect to it to a point where they feel like they can approach me. Now I see that you are a part of this collective or you you own the collective. I'm not too sure that I ain't seen too much mm -hmm. information. Called the Midnight Crew. Can you can you tell yeah. me what that's all about? Yeah, so Midnight Crew was or is a it's like a uh what do you what do you want to call it? Like a collective. Uh where it's a couple artists, um, most of the my friends that I started doing music with. Uh but the idea of it was to have something uh, for artists or for the dreamers, uh, because I know for myself, most of my creative work gets done overnight. Um, if you look at people who are doing shows, they're performing at clubs overnight. 
you know, they're uh, visiting clubs overnight. They work during the day and they only have the nighttime to get in the studio. You know what I mean? So that's where the, the, the midnight crew idea came from. It's just like, it's for the dreamers, it's for the people who are up when everybody else is sleeping, working on something that they believe in or are passionate about. Okay. So that's, that was the, the premise of it. If you could create a project from this collective, who would be on the project? So if you're putting together like a six song EP, who are other artists would you work with? Like in general, like big artists or like any any who artists? I would choose? Yeah, whoever you would want to choose. Um, to be honest, it'd be a lot of people I started with. Um, that's something that I'm considering already. Is just like I want to put something out in the region that I'm in. I'm in Atlanta, so I want to reach out to artists that. I haven't got a chance to work with, but we've talked about it for years. I want them to come on a, the, the EP, um, and I want to challenge them too, because I feel like music right now is in a space where a lot of people aren't challenging themselves lyrically. Um, and I started off rapping, so I feel like I have a strong hand in that. And through Midnight Crew, I will express that. But then also through Midnight Crew, I want to challenge other artists locally to express their level of uh, lyrics okay. um, in a fun space, but competitively. Okay. How do you go about choosing a beat for a song? So when I'm listening through beats, if something automatically gives me a melody or gives me some words, I'm going for it. Um, if it takes me a little bit too long to connect with it or create something or just have that spark with it, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump into it. But if I hear it and that joint gives me a spark right away, I feel like that right there is electricity. So I need to go ahead and bottle that up you on from, track. You from New York? Yeah. Okay. All right. I can hear. I'm like this. Ain't, this ain't no Atlanta accent. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Now, I don't have nothing to get you. I, I actually like the New York accent. I be trying to use it sometimes. Right, bet, so I'm bet, just bet. not. I'm just not from there. Um. Alright, so when I listen to your music, I really get like the Bryson Teller, Party Next Door, like that lane, that vibe, which I love to live in. Everybody don't, but I love to live in that. How right. how did you come to the conclusion or like really put it together like, yo, this this is like my lane, like this is where I, I vibe or this is where I can really like create the most and, you know, give the most to my audience? Um... So when I started uh, recording the R&B, uh, I came up with like a vision board of uh, people and sounds that are popular, and I was able to shape uh, shape a brand or shape a sound from those inspirations. Uh, and piece something together that I tried to master as my own. But that was, um, yeah, they were definitely part of Vision Board because at the time I was just like, who are people connecting with mostly right now? Who are uh, the leaders, you know, in the R&B world, whether it's underground or mainstream? And those two are a few of them that I was like, all right, like, let me tap in and... and uh, you know, create something from this. Okay. Now, again, going back to your music, the R&B, 
have any of the ladies been like, all right, listen, I don't like that line in this song. Or really like, you know, you you was you was giving some game here, then the song came out, she like, all right, so what you mean by this? Because I thought we was just vibing. Like, have you gotten in trouble by any ladies? Oh my God. Of course. <laughs> yes. Um I just got chills thinking about how many times. Yes. Uh it's been plenty of songs. My second EP called Retrograde, I really like dived into a lot of my scenarios. I was working with one of my friends who uh He's older, but he's a writer. He used to work for a couple of different labels. And he helped me tap into, like, actual experiences and talking about it through songs. So when I tell you, like, I dove deep and, like, really put a lot out there, it was a lot of people hitting me up. I, the girls, I forgot that I had their number. They would hit me up and be like, what do you mean by this? Were you talking about me here? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. I mean, like, from that, I learned that, like, going forward, I could be a little bit more, a little bit less direct. I, I, you know, I, I found ways to be less direct. But then I also can also give that disclaimer when I'm with a girl. Like, look, if you ever do hear a song that sounds similar to the situation, just understand it's just me expressing myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So that way... Hopefully there's no hard feelings. That doesn't mean it's going to stop anything, but <laughs> yeah. well, that, I told you. That means you created something good. You evoked a feeling. So that means you did your job. That's right. okay. That's okay. This is, this is the thing. I heard if a writer, if a writer, uh, if somebody writes about you, you'll live forever. So that's something that I always. So I, they I I. They can, right. they can, when they grandkids, <laughs> hey, listen, I was in this song, but grandma, it was like, yeah, but no, listen, I was there. Just know that I was there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so we just really just got out of, like, the pandemic. We're still kind of in it, but we just really got out of, like, being locked into the house. Were you able to create during the pandemic, and how did it either amplify your creativity or make you lack in some things once, like, the world opened back up? During the pandemic, I, I, was, I was in a, a relationship during the pandemic, and... I was really engulfed in it. So uh, I wasn't actually creating musically uh, during the pandemic. I was creating visually. So I was putting out a couple visuals or working with my friend Tango, who he was just putting together visuals and like working uh, with that aspect of it. But musically, I was kind of soaking in the moment. So I, I was kind of soaking, soaking in the moment musically. So outside of that relationship, like once things ended, I had a whole bunch of content and scenarios to write about. Uh, so that was like during the back end of the, the pandemic. But during the pandemic specifically, I was in a relationship soaking it all in, but working visually. Okay. So which of visuals, you're a character pretty much in your, in your music videos. Mm -hmm. Do you decide that or does like the director decide that? Um, me, well, most of the, the director of most of my stuff is uh, my friend Tingo, and we kind of, uh, kind of just wing it, like, we'll, we'll just bounce ideas, and then from there, uh, whatever the energy is, that's how we'll choose, or even what the song calls for, like, if it's an intimate song, I'm gonna be more of a intimate character, but if there's a more upbeat song, and, you know, it requires some, some funness, then I can be that as well, so it's really just, going off of the vibe of the, the song. 
Okay. How important to you is it to really like have a hand in the direction of the music video? Huge. Um, one, I never want anybody to feel like they're working more than me. Um, that's one. Two, uh, I started off with, with doing visuals uh, right out of high school. That was my way into music. It was like I was too nervous. I was really too too nervous, too shy to do it myself. So through visuals, um, I was able to be around it and working with it. So uh, most of my ideas kind of translate to the visuals. Um, and then my friend Tango just helps bring everything like full circle. Okay. What is something you want to accomplish either by the end of this year or for the future with your music? I want a few features. A few a few features that I feel like uh, would add some flair to my to my music. Um, that that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just looking to uh, get something that I can invite somebody on the song on and it go crazy. Um, nobody like Drake, uh, but somebody that's a little bit more local that I know is talented. Can I can I can I name can I name drop? Yeah, what do you think? Like J I D, like Jid. Okay, I can see that. I can see it. That dude's cold. <laughs> that dude is cold. Um, but yeah, if I get somebody like him on a track like that for me, I'll be like, all right, like I'm moving in the mic, the right direction. Because I feel like if he gets on something, um, then I know it's I know it's fire. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, um, I like writing. So any writer credits uh, would be a pretty big hit for me. Okay. Now you say you want to get some features. Have you thought about bringing someone from New York and adding them to like your your Atlanta? So I feel like you have a sound that is like we know that it's like you're you're in Atlanta or you're somewhere in the South. Like it's catered to that. Mm -hmm. Do you have an idea of anybody you would want to bring from New York to like merge the sounds? Um, eventually. Uh, right now, New York, New York sound is in a, a completely different uh, space than I am. Uh, but eventually, I'll I'll have something that I can blend the two with. Um, but I also know some some artists in New York that are working against the grain up there, and their uh their music is really dope um but eventually eventually i'm i go up there often like really often uh so i that's something that i'll consider because i haven't really thought about it just because i just look at who who i'm around more more so 